You can get it done. What's more, you gotta get it done. There's a gleam, man. There's a gleam. Let's get the gleam, all right? Let's go. Want a piece of that championship? Put it in here. Hey, guys, where else would you rather be? This is Hour 2 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Messages about our Bojangles conversation. And, folks, sorry to hear the news about Coach Holland. Terry Holland, the former UVA coach, has uh, passed away at the age of 80. Been battling some illness for a while now. Well, the only illness our next guest battles is the fact that she has unconditional love for all things North Carolina blue. Her name is Marva in Miami. Marva, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing great, Rick, but I could not call that an illness. What? Okay. What? Oh, that's just, the, that's just uh, the right way to live. <laughs> all right. Uh, you had your own breaking news over the weekend. I saw you put the post up. I mean, you got to let us know how in the world did the Chuck E. Cheese weekend go? Or was it the weekend or last week? How'd that go? And it, was, it was this weekend. I was very nervous about it. You know, taking that many kids, like they were expecting 20 kids to come to this party, Chuck E. Cheese, and I was scared. I'll be honest. I was scared there was going to be, I was going to be pulling my hair out at the, after like 15 minutes. But actually, it went really well. Um, it was not as noisy and chaotic as I thought it was going to be. I mean, at some point, I found myself just laughing because it was so ridiculous. Like, you know, Chucky comes out and dances <laughs> with the kids, yeah. and they do chants, and pictures and but my daughter you know for her birthday she had a blast and it seemed like you know my son he was a little slow to warm up to it but then he had a good time but when we finally got home because the party officially was supposed to be two hours they give you like two hours in the birthday zone and then you can stay at Chuck E. Cheese if you like but you have to clear out the birthday zone on Saturdays when it's super busy so we went over to the other side of Chuck E. Cheese and they we ended up staying to like four o'clock because the kids were having so much fun. You couldn't get away. So you loved the Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. didn't you? So <laughs> they, they were having a great time. So I had a good time because they were having a good time. But then that night, I was thinking everything went well. I was just knowing that my son's like, I want my next birthday to be at Chuck E. Cheese. But he said to me, you know, I think Chucky's kind of scary, <laughs> and I'm not ready for my birthday to be there. And I was just like, yes. So wait a minute. Give what? me a few more years before I have to go back. So there's actually a guy there named Chucky, a creature. 
Yes. Uh, what is Chuck? There's a giant rat. Named he's a Chuck rat. E. That's his name, Chuck E. Cheese. See, I've never been. Well, my, he appears to be a rat. Well, my kids never did Chuck I mean, E. Cheese, so I didn't know. Okay, so it's an actual rat. Oh, what? you missed out. Wow. Yeah, he's huge, and he comes out and he dances with the kids. And I'm taking he must not be able to see very well in his costume <laughs> because they always have a handler with him to kind of make sure I guess he doesn't <laughs> over someone. He comes out, he dances, he takes uh, pictures with them as they're cutting the cake and all that stuff. Great, great fun for the kids. Yeah, yeah. And boy, that's such nutritional value on that pizza and grease, isn't it? Mm-mm. <laughs> well, you know, for the years, they were known for the pizza being pretty bad. So I had no expectation of liking it. The pizza was actually okay. Really? I mean... You know, it's not like the best pizza I've ever had, or but it was okay. I really was expecting it to be, you know, barely edible. But it, I would say it was a solid, okay pizza. We also had some chicken wings, and they were okay as well. Didn't they reveal they made their pizza crust out of cardboard or paper mache? I'm pretty sure that's the case. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but they they did this big campaign though, where they they said we you know we've improved our food, and I have to say they really have. It is now a solid, okay pizza. They even sell their pizza to go, Rick. So like, if there's one Ooh. in your area, you could go Whoa. there and just pick up a pizza and take it home. Improve their food. That means the hospital visit comes three hours after you eat there instead of immediately. <laughs> No, every, we're all healthy. We're all fine. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad the little lady had a great time. And see, this is why I love the G-Man, because he's already like, you know what, Mom? I just, I'm not into that. I don't want to do that. I'm going to just do something else. See? But he's saying that now. Like, who knows what he's going to say? But it just gives us, it buys us more time. Because I'm sure he'll come back up. He'll forget this. And he'll be like, yeah, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. He did discover he liked air hockey. He stayed on the oh, air hockey table a lot while God. we were there. He see, was, see. I was surprised. He was doing pretty well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's that little dude's got a strong future ahead. He's already discovering air hockey. That's good yeah. stuff. That's good, good stuff. You remember Janet Jackson? And just one life? more bit of family news. Okay, what we got? You know, okay, last, last season, um, the fall, my kids, you know, they did uh, t-ball and baseball. Oh, I remember they that. decided they want to try something new. So I was hoping they would stick with it, but they want to try something new. So oh, we can go, we go back to baseball. They want to try soccer. So Ooh. we have our first meeting about soccer tomorrow night. That means Ooh. I'm going to be watching soccer, I think, three times a week. Because there's like two practices and then there's a game. Ooh. Three times a week. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Soccer. Mark. I'm very sorry to hear that. I know. That. I, know. I, I just... <laughs> You know, I tried to encourage them to stick with the baseball, but you know, here we are. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Let's, they're young. Let's try something new. See how you like it. You know, my luck, they're going to both fall in love with it, and then I'll be there for years to come. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you'll start taking a flask after the second practice. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Today, everybody, I've got the special thermos today. Hey, it's Marvin. Let's go. Everybody, all the parents are crowded around you in little cups. <laughs> How was practice? You go home, your husband's like, How, Oh, it was great today. I'll tell you, Barbara, I don't know what she had in the thermos, but oh, practice was great. Woo. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it starts tomorrow night. We have our meet and greet no. with the coaches. That'll be thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. Oh, yeah. Well, good luck with that. I hope you get through it and Godspeed. <laughs> I'll give you a report. Well, I guarantee you, though, the G-Man's going to go, yeah, yeah, uh, this isn't for me. All right? I can just see well, him. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we can see. we got to give it a season, though. All right. So, 
Yeah. By the way, you remember season Jan- starts in March. You remember Janet Jackson? I do. She was. Uh, she I actually was, saw her in concert once. She was not an unattractive person. What you saw her in concert? She's not dead, Rick. I know. <laughs> she was I not. know, but I don't see her anymore. I don't know what she's doing now. But I'm just talking well, about. She actually has a tour that's coming out. I think some time later on this year. But really? yeah, when I was a kid, really, I got to go see her perform in Raleigh. My um, oh, I was must have not been a little kid. Maybe I was like early teens like i wasn't old i wasn't driving yet and i know because my mom took me to raleigh and she actually just dropped me and my cousin off to go to the concert it's a different time okay so we we had a good time you know watching we had the worst seats obviously we didn't you know parents weren't going to pay for the good seats but still it was fun so you're, you're you're down in raleigh you're like 14 and your mom drops you off rick it was a different time okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> After the concert, she came back and picked us up, and it, we really had fun. Who all was there? Was it just Janet? It had to be somebody else, right? Did you, you know, honestly, it's, I don't remember like who the opening act was. It's bad, but I don't remember. Okay. Was it a good show? Do you remember? Was she, did she do it? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. You know, she did all her hits, yeah. and it was, of course, elaborate dance. Choreography. It was. Well, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. I, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty good uh, mm-hmm. concert feather to have in your hat there. Seeing uh, double, yeah. seeing double J. All right. Well, mm-hmm. now, and now you've told me she's out on tour again. That might have to be a, uh, a Rick. Yeah. Ward. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. All right. Sorry, I've, I've got you distracted this morning with Chuck E. Cheese. I, you know, I'm now I'm getting pictures from our listeners about Chuck E. Cheese being a rat. I'm seeing all these. They have a band. Hey. They have a band well, there? They don't do the band anymore. They, they used to have a band, but they don't do the band anymore. Well, kids, no wonder. Yeah, a lot of people thought they were frightening. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of kids who are scared of Chucky. Well, Chuck I'm, I'm scared of Chucky because I don't know what diseases that big rat's carrying around, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'll have to share some pictures with you Yes, I would love to see Garvey's reaction to the first time he saw Chucky. Ooh. <laughs> Screaming, running out yeah. of it. Wow. Wow. And you know, you, and you can't play a video game there without getting grease all over your hands, right? It's just all over the place. Well, yeah, I didn't notice that, but I was making the kids, even kids who are not my kids. Obviously, kids came to the party and like, before you go play games, let's everybody clean your hands. Okay. Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Now I've used up a lot of your time, but what did you observe this weekend? Yes, okay. Sports wise. Big well, win. Big a, win for your guys. A great weekend for Carolina basketball. Like it was. It I was. you know, Saturday night I heard you're watching the XFL. I don't really understand why you weren't watching the Carolina game. But anyway. Because yeah, it wasn't close. Uh, it was a blowout. It was. It's a but horrible it was great. game. Horrible you know? Game. Well for so you, it was, yes. It was it was a great game. But anyway, you know, Carolina faces UVA at home, where Carolina played really well this season. You're still out of um, the tournament, by the way. Uh, You're still not in the tournament. You realize that, don't you? Just saying. Carolina's on the verge of being in the tournament. They're on so, the verge. Anyway. Yes, yes. So, Virginia was coming off an upset loss to Boston College. You know, and this was not a buzzer beater. Like, they got beat down by Boston College. They lost 63 of 48. Yes. And UNC was coming off a very ugly win against Notre Dame on the road. So, you know, they go into this. The last time these two teams faced each other in Charlottesville, that's the game where Armando Baycott went out less than two minutes into the game. Soft. Pete Nance was out with a back injury. Soft. And so it was just, just you know, soft. not good. You know, when you, you lose your, your, your best player like that and, you know, everybody's kind of down. Carolina lost that one 65 to 58. Soft. And so Carolina really needed this win. As you mentioned, Carolina is uh, looking outside of the tournament right now. 
atmosphere in the Dean Dome on Saturday night was just incredible. Everybody giving off a lot of energy. Uh, the team came out fired up. You know, shots that haven't been falling for the last few weeks were falling. Um, but particularly for Pete Nance. And we've talked about this kid. You know, he is a, a transfer, came in, faced a lot of criticism this year. Uh, and mainly people were saying, well, you know, he's no Brady Manic. Well, he's not. No, but that, that probably is not a fair comparison. Um, and it also didn't consider the fact that he has been nursing a back injury. But it seemed like he was finally well on Saturday. And he and the rest of the team came out really aggressive and just took it to UVA right from tip-off, uh, forcing them to play at Carolina speed. So none of this slow-down stuff. Um, and Carolina was also really locked in on defense from the start, forcing turnovers, blocking shots. And Nance had 14 points in the first half. And Carolina went to halftime with a 42-26 to 26 lead. It's over. And actually shot. 58% in the first half, and you know how it is. When you get a lead like that on UVA, they're not coming back. No, they're not. They can't like score. The style of play doesn't right. really – it doesn't allow them to come back from something like that. So even though the Carolina's hot shooting did go down in the second half, but the team withstood it because the defense stayed the same. Nance finished the game with 22 points, and just looking at his stat line was so impressive. I mean, he was 4 for 4 from 3 and 4 for – Four four. That's hard to say. Four 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 uh, from the line, and he also had four blocks and shot seventy percent overall. He also had a monster dunk. This is a quiet guy. Usually, what he seems like, you know, pretty quiet. You know, not particularly aggressive, but he was on Saturday night, and it was great to see. Um, Carolina won seventy one to sixty three, and they're going to be playing tonight against Florida State on the road. Well, and that's and not. A I did not realize. I know. Um, no, it's not. It's not. They play Carolina tough all the time. You know, they're also coming off a big win over Miami. The long three so, at the buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's not, not a given. It's always tough to play them. Um, but I just didn't realize how bad UVA's record was in uh, Chapel Hill. Oh, like yeah. After this yeah. game, I heard it's 9-68. and 68 It's crazy, isn't All-time it? record. Yeah. I had no idea it was that bad. Um, and they're going to face Clemson at home on Tuesday night. Yeah. Which is probably not going to be, you know, an easy game for them. We'll no, see how that goes. No, UVA is skidding, and they don't look like they have any answers coming anytime soon. And I don't know about this league. That's why I think, you know what, Miami faltering is going to help you guys because Carolina is still the name. They're just coming off the title game appearance. I mean, you're going to have every advantage if you just win. You have to win the next one, and then you have to win what? Two? I think it would be a big help, obviously, to beat Duke at home last game of the yeah, oh yeah, uh, regular season. It would, because Duke's so, received you know. to be in. That's right. Duke's in. So, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. They got a yeah, shot. So they, I think that can happen. I think they get in. I think Carolina's getting in on name alone. I mean, I think they're going to win enough well, to I get mean, in. I mean, a but, lot of people are saying Carolina's going to win the ACC tournament, and so that, of course, be automatic. <laughs> well, I don't I don't. Yeah. I haven't really heard that. I've heard so many people say Oh, really? Really? I, I, I hear it constantly. Oh, okay. All right. I haven't yeah. really haven't really heard that. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, that's just what I'm hearing. So uh, you can say, you know, if you haven't been hearing it, you can say you heard it here first. By the way, this will be the yeah. second straight game between uh, Carolina and Duke that neither one will have been ranked. How about that? I know. That's kind of that? you know surprising. But, you know, both teams are dealing with – you know, have have new uh, coaches. I know, yeah. you know, Coach Shire's his first season, even though he just got some accolade about uh, being the winningest first-year coach at Duke. 
Wow. So he's won more in his first year than uh, Coach K did in his first year. Yeah. Of course, they really struggled at first. That's not a big, you know. But, yeah, they were, there were headlines about that over the weekend. Kind of has the menu set up pretty well, though, to feast right after Krzyzewski leaves. So, yeah, that's true. But look at the difference when Krzyzewski built it and then what Shire walked into. Right? Right. I mean, come, right. On, come on. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, but good stuff. Anyway, thanks for anyway. thanks for educating me a little more on Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't know Chucky was actually a dude, and I didn't know it was a rat. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is a male rat. A male His name is rat. Chuck E. All right. His middle initial is E. I don't know what E stands for. And no, <laughs> but that is his, and yeah. no food poisoning. Nobody has reported anything like that. Everybody was fine. Everybody was fine. <laughs> the E stands. You know, there were some parents though refused to eat. Like we well, can yeah. have a party and not yeah. buy food for people, so we bought pizza because when the party package, the food for the kids is included. So I had to buy outside extra food for the adults. And so, of course, we bought pizza and wings for adults. But there are a few people who just totally refused to eat. <laughs> the E. I'm not sure they thought it was going to be bad, but it's like uh, really, it was okay. The E stands for erroneous choice of afternoon birthday spending. That's what the E stands for. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was like everything. They, the salespeople kept trying to like upsell us after we'd already got the birthday no. pack. It was really interesting. Like, yeah, you know, you could get stuffed crust pizza. Oh, really? Okay, I think we're good. Yeah, I, I think, think we're, we're good. okay. I don't really want. I know what you might stuff in your crust there, Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> being a rat and all. All right. Well, I'm glad you survived that. But, and, uh, we'll see how your heels yeah. handle the game uh, tonight. And uh, we will talk to you um, again next week, Ms. Marva. We will. And I know we're about to run out of time, so I'll be quick. Also, a great basketball weekend for the Carolina women. Beat Duke. Yeah, we don't Swept care. Duke this season. Tech, tech, second tech second time they yeah. swept Duke. Yeah, yeah. well, Tech's, Tech beat time. them down twice. So we, we don't look at Carolina's women's uh, basketball team as a serious entity around here. It was a last-minute lucky shot. Okay, that game against Virginia Tech, last-minute lucky shot. Okay, and a lot of people are saying Carolina women will also win the ACC tournament this year. No, that's A lot of people are saying that. Your ACC women's tournament champion is resides here in Blacksburg. Just saying. Just saying. It's going to happen. I'm just saying what a lot of people are saying. <laughs> okay. All right. So you get, so what you're hearing is a Carolina sweep is what you've got, what you're telling me. Yes, okay. that's what I'm hearing. Okay. A lot of people are saying that. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and just one more thing. I know we're running out of time, but a lot of people are also saying – South Carolina, you know, probably going to be number one overall seed when yeah. the tournament has to be, right? They don't want to face North Carolina tournament. Really? So they, really? They, Carolina lost to them in tournament. They don't want to face them. The, the, <laughs> un, the undefeated South Carolina women, you mean? That team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They right. don't want to face gotcha. them. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's all. Okay. I'll, right. well, I'll let you go now. But g- I had to get that in. Godspeed on your soccer preparation meetings. And again, let me know how, oh, the, yeah. let me know how the alcohol responsibility falls to you and how many days a week you're going to have to deal with it. That's been like watching little kids play soccer. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, Ms. Marva, have a great week. <laughs> okay, you too. All right. Uh, uh, wow, Marva's going into a new dimension of parenting. Oh, Godspeed, Marva. Been there, done that. It's soccer time for the kiddos. All right, good stuff. Chuck E. Cheese is a rat, huh? Huh. Yeah, I don't think I want your stuffed crust, Chucky. Thanks. Why don't you just go on back there, you know, behind that door and leave us alone. We'll be back. (laughs) You're not off the leash yet. We're happy to have you with us and hope you'll come back often. 
Big Dog Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on WRAD. All right, the bottom of the hour news hits about to come. Halfway home here on a Monday, thanks to Marva joining us on the program. Terry Holland has passed away at the age of 80. He was at Davidson and UVA, assistant coach, head coach at Davidson, then got the job at Charlottesville in 1974. James Bailey, author coming up, 8.05, and then Tim Thomas. We'll be back. Patsos with NBC Washington. Love listening to the big dog and Rick Watson. Nobody does it better in Virginia than Rick. 25 minutes for the top of the hour. Hope you're doing okay wherever you might be. Call us up. Baker Team Hotline, 639-4900. Text line's open, 744-2990. Hope you're doing well wherever you might be. Listening in and around the NRV and beyond. Thanks to Marva for joining us. Um, Terry Holland, again, has passed away at the age of 80 in 21 years as a head coach, five at Davidson, 16 at Virginia. Coach Holland won 418 games, and his UVA teams in 81 and 84 each reached the final four. And in just his second season in Charlottesville, he took Virginia to the 1976 ACC Tournament Championship. And you remember all those teams, right? You had Ralph Sampson and Jeff Lamp, Wally Walker, Lee Raker, Bryant Stith later. Jeff Jones was on that team with Ralph Sampson. And some of his, his assistant coaching tree is incredible. Jim Laranaga, Dave Odom, Craig Littlepage, who was the AD at Virginia, Seth Greenberg, and, of course, uh, Jeff Jones. Married 56 years to his wife, Ann. I'm just going through this David Till article that I put up on the uh, Facebook page about Coach. Played basketball for Lefty Drizel at Davidson. Joined uh, Drizel's staff after he graduated. He also chaired the Division I Men's Basketball Committee, 97-98 season. And shortly after he was diagnosed for Alzheimer's, he attended the 2019 Final Four and was there to enjoy first-ever national championship for um, the Cavaliers. So, again... Thoughts go out to uh, Coach Hall and his family. Again, uh, another blow for the UVA sports community with the loss of uh, Coach Holland, who passed away apparently early in the morning hours 
as David Teal uh, released the information this morning in his story. So, very, very difficult time. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway. Um, reviewing the basketball weekend in the ACC. Of course, we've talked about the Tech loss. They've still won just once on the road. I mean, they can't lose to Louisville on the road, right? At this point, they're just trying to turn around their momentum heading into the postseason. UVA continues to stagger down the stretch. BC loss, Carolina loss. You know, and then Miami. And I know it was on a desperation heave, but they allowed 54 points. They were outscored by uh, 24 points in the second half against Florida State, who's won just nine games. And Miami, who was in position maybe to burst through and be these heavy favorites in the tournament, maybe pull out a number two seed, eh, not so much. Inexplicable loss, 85-84 to Florida State. Clemson, a huge win on the road at NC State. Didn't see that coming. They put up 96 against the Wolfpack. 96 points. Notre Dame loses again. And, of course, uh, Duke knocking off Tech. So, when you look at the ACC standings now, Pittsburgh wins again, and Pittsburgh's kind of, and I'm guilty of it too. I don't give Pittsburgh a lot of, a lot of proper due, I guess, right? But they're now up in the league by a half game on Miami. They're going to be an NCAA tournament team, 21 wins, and they have a, de- a definite shot to go into the tournament as the number one overall seed. Miami, Virginia, Clemson, each with five losses. Duke with six losses in the conference. And if the league is going to go maybe five or six deep, at least six deep, Carolina being the cutoff point, if they continue to turn things around here down the stretch, I see Carolina. I think I think they're going to get – originally I had picked six teams, but – I think Carolina's push and who they have on their team, I mean, we may not want to believe it, but when they sit around in those meetings, there are also CBS people that are sitting around in those meetings. They know that having Carolina in an early-round basketball game is going to pull in more ratings than maybe somebody else. Shouldn't be that way, but obviously it is that way. But Tech's got Louisville coming up tomorrow. Then they finish up at home against Florida State. And just to update you on this meteoric fall for Tech, they're now 74 in the net rankings, 81 in Ken Palm. Remember when they were in the high 30s and low 40s? And Tech started 11-1. and one. Now, I said it I don't know how many times. It looked like, okay, that's a great start, but it's a bit of a false sense of security because of the teams they had played. And since that time, they're 5-12. and 12. I mean, that is a collapse and then some. 
Defenses let them down far too often. No effort on the glass. They get out-rebounded again. And every coach I've ever interviewed <laughs> throughout the last 30 years has told me that rebounding tells you whether or not a team is giving you the kind of effort that you need. They lost the rebounding battle by 11 down in Durham. Rebounding is an attitude, John Williams, uh, John Wooden said. Every coach says, well, we know whether or not we're hitting the glass, guys making an effort to grab a carom, whether or not we're mentally ready for the game. You know, Wayne, I think you're right. So I had this conversation with a couple of textures over the weekend. Didn't it look like they just kind of gave up Saturday? And the other thing, too, that um, Jason and uh, Peter, uh, who texted me over the weekend, made a great observation. They were Didn't it feel like Tech didn't have any energy in that building? Now, I know Cameron can be tough, and I know Duke's undefeated there. All right. But even if you go down there and you admit that it's a tough place to play because of the energy from the crazies and so forth, you usually have that momentum in your own huddle, right? We've talked about how teams go on the road and they want it to be loud and they want it to be boisterous and so forth. They just didn't seem to have it. They really didn't. And I don't know if that is an indication that they're looking up now at their record going, oof. But Hunter Couture only tried four shots. Sean Padula should not be trying the most field goals for you night in and night out. He was 5 of 14, taking just horrible shots. Basili had 15. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. It's good to see Rodney Rice get 22 minutes. He had 11 points. We're seeing some of that promise for him. Good to see him. They still haven't officially addressed what's going on with Maddox. He's not with the team. He's not going to be with the team. This isn't a personal matter, so to speak. He's left the team. But you can't have Sean Padula leading you in field goal attempts. That's just not going to win you games. And why is Hunter Couture taking just four shots? I mean, there was a lot. That's what I'm saying. That The box score sometimes hides things. Sometimes you read too much into it. I'm looking at Hunter Couture play 38 minutes and only shoot four times. I mean, that's not a guy really working to get open. Something's not, go- something's not right there. And they've got two games to fix it, two very winnable games. I mean, Louisville's the worst team in the league. And Florida State, although they're playing better, has to come on the road where many other teams don't have success. So if you can win those two and, and, and get 18 wins, maybe you got a little momentum heading into the tournament, but we'll see where they are. But I think the ACC could get six or seven. Several of you have asked. I think Carolina's going to get in there. I really do. 
I think that's probably going to happen. Let's face it. If it comes down to it, I mean, they do look at name recognition. I mean, they can say they don't all they want, but they do. They do. Phil writes in, do you believe Justin Mutz has had a disappointing year? He got all that NIL money, yet most nights he doesn't make a difference. Well, I won't say that he's had a bad year, Phil. I mean, he's averaging, what, 13 points, 7 rebounds. I think he leads the team in in assists. So he's leading the team in rebounding and assists. I think he also leads the team in steals. I don't think he's had a bad year at all. But, you know, to your point, I do believe that, yeah, a lot of nights he's not a factor in terms of winning or losing or a go-to guy at the end of games. That's a fair point, yes. But, no, he's had a good year numbers-wise. He hasn't been a dominating player. He's had some good games here and there. But he has been steady. He hasn't been the reason that they have gone 5-12 and 12 in their last 17 games, but there is something to be said that he's not the guy they necessarily look for at the end of games. Yes, that, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So not a bad year by any stretch for Mutz, but not – not a dominating year, not a year that, boy, you know, they got to go get a bucket late, who they're going to. I mean, who would you trust right now to get that bucket? If you're going to go down low, would you trust Mutz or Basili? I'm going Grant Basili right now. But I just wonder if the mindset for a guy like Padula crept into where he said, all right, we have no depth. When they didn't have Rice coming off the bench, with Maddox being gone, he was playing 40 minutes a game. He knew he had to be such a focal point. I wonder if that's something that's hard for him to get rid of now that he played, what, 34 minutes? His minutes went down a little bit, which is good. He needs that. And maybe that's why we – I mean, I saw a lot of shots. You're just going, whoa. Even the, the guys, I don't know who they were on the crew, were going, wow. He was forcing it. He was forcing it. And Hunter Couture looked very uninterested. I mean, he just did. The one way you can take that crowd out of a game at Duke is to hit shots early. Stem the momentum. And that's a guy who can stretch any zone, any defense, and score from the three-point line anywhere on the floor. And he only took four shots in 38 minutes. One week left of the regular season for Tech to get some positive vibes going, and we'll see if they can do that. They should against Louisville, and I would think they would have a big edge against Florida State, although Florida State just won at Miami. Now I'm questioning Miami again. And I think it goes back to the point, there's not one dominant team in this league, and yet that leaves Pitt saying, hey, what about us? All right, you know what? Maybe we now have to understand that Pitt might be the best team in the ACC. I don't know. But that's an inexplicable loss for Miami, who had a 20-point lead in that game and then got blistered in the second half. 
So now they are kind of, maybe it'll turn it into a wake-up call. A lot of times you lose games late in the year when you're a favorite, and that gets you turned around heading into the postseason. We will see. But right now, I mean, I think it's tough to say who's the best. UVA's going through some difficult times. Tony Bennett says the shooting slump can't last forever, and then he kind of grinned and went, can it? I think even he's probably questioning right now his shooting and his scoring availability because UVA, Marva hit it right. When UVA falls behind by a certain amount of points, they're not coming back. You ever hear about that? That's the type. How many times do you watch a football broadcast and you hear, well, they get behind by a touchdown or two. This is the kind of ball control offense. They're not used to the quick strike passing attack. They're in trouble. They're. Sometimes when you're down by a score of 10 points, it feels like you're down three scores because that's just not how they operate, kind of like UVA's offense. They get down by six or 10 points in a game. It's not their MO to be able to fire away and score points in, bunch, uh, points in bunches and climb back into it. The way they win is to make sure the other team doesn't score much, and what they do score is going to be more than them. But UVA did not look good to me at all. Carolina was fired up in Carolina. Rodney, I think you're right. They can beat anybody any night they show up in the league. There's no question. Have they waited too long to decide to show up? I think they have a good final week, and I think they're going to make the tournament. I think Carolina's going to make the tournament. I'll be very surprised if they don't. For reasons that, you know, they will never talk about. But... You do think about the television audience. If it comes down to some non-Power 5 and a Power 5 getting an at-large bid, huge advantage to that Power 5 team. Coming back to wrap up Hour 2. Busy third hour we'll remind you about coming up. Take the big dog for a walk. Oh, just the people I'd want walking around all licking up. Listen to Big Dog Sports Talk anywhere with the TuneIn app. More BDSD next on WRAD. of stray wild dogs that control most of the cities in North America. All right, just about done with hour number two. Coming up leading off the third hour... going to be joined by James Bailey. He has a new book out. It's called The Major League Debuts 2023 Edition. Spring training just opened across the land, so we're going to talk to James about uh, that. There's last year, 303 players made their big league debuts, including the uh, rookies of the year, Julio Rodriguez at Seattle and Michael Harris for the Braves. Jeremy Pena was a rookie, World Series MVP. Stephen Kwan with Cleveland won the gold glove. So, this will be interesting. Looking forward to it. 
James Bailey knows minor league baseball, worked for the Durham Bulls. Baseball America for a number of years. So this will be good stuff taking us into the the heart of who to look for here in 2023 with rookies and so forth. Good stuff. And then it'll be Tim Thomas from the Tech Lunch Pail. So all that's coming up in our guest field, hour number three, which is coming your way next with James Bailey, the author, when we return.